Thought Bubble Audio. Hi, I'm Kirsty. And I'm Kelsey. And it's time to Hey Watch with us. Welcome to our show about the things we love and the things we hate and the things we love to hate. Yeah! Yeah! It was rusty, but it was good. Yep, that's about where we're at. Yes, that's <laughs> very true. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, we're back. We're back, we're here. <laughs> After our unannounced, um, what do we call this? Hiatus. It's like, yeah, it's like a mini Words. hiatus. Yeah. It's tough out there, guys. <laughs> That's all I'll say. <laughs> this is the first time we've seen each other in, like, a month, and that's like seeing each other on video. Yes. To be clear. <laughs> yeah. On top of the fact that we haven't seen each other in person since February. No, Christmas. Was uh, Really? I thought you yes. came in February. No, I came like two days after Christmas. Were you supposed to come in February? Was I supposed to go there in February? You were supposed to come here in February and February then everything. in my brain. Yeah. And then it all happens so much all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and now it's August and it's all still happening so much yep. all the time. So that's awesome. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> Kirstie will meet my dog when he's a senior citizen. I know, I still haven't met her dog yet. <laughs> Dear fine. Lord. Oh, My child can count now. So many milestones. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Anyway, that's not what you came here <laughs> to listen to. <laughs> well, like, isn't it also? <laughs> our friendship does shine through every episode. <laughs> this is how our friendship is choosing to shine on this particular day. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, speaking of shining through these troubled times. <laughs> um, we learned a fun fact this week from our good buddy Treat that Hallmark is filming again. Which seems wild, but sure. They're doing some kind of Canada bubble. I'm into it. Can you it's imagine fine. going into the bubble for Hallmark, though? <laughs> no! <laughs> so our good friend Treat Dad tweeted about how in a few days he was going to be traveling to enter the bubble for Hallmark. He didn't say it yeah. quite that way, but that's what he's doing. And yeah. he tweeted about how he's so proud of Hallmark for leading the way in how to produce <laughs> content during COVID. And it's like, bud, you're not even in the bubble yet. I know. <laughs> There's still a lot that needs to happen before you start tweeting that bravo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, so far, it sounds like the bubbles have worked, but we'll get to that in another <laughs> in another episode, because we're doing a real doubleheader tonight that's yeah, buddy. totally well compiled and thought out. Yes. Anyway, so speaking of Hallmark, we have a pitch to send to Hallmark for their bubble content yes. <laughs> this holiday season, and... You know, we really workshopped this for quite a while. <laughs> On Instagram <laughs> chat, no less. Yeah. Well, because I follow James Middleton, famous brother of Kate Middleton, <laughs> on Instagram, because his entire brand is like, I'm adjacently wealthy and famous, and I love dogs. Yep. And to, 
from what I understand, he doesn't seem to work or do anything besides love dogs. And, and ride bikes. <laughs> yes, and ride bikes with his dogs in the bikes. Yes, often like six or seven dogs in a bike. Yeah, he has like a hundred dogs. And he's got like, like a whole really, dog ranch. He's living the dream, and he's like started some company with like dogs and food and therapy or something. I don't know. It's like there's a lot. It's like a it's like goop, but dogs. Yeah. So he, he's doing the most. <laughs> but you know, I see all these posts. I'm like, where is the Hallmark movie about the brother of the queen who wants nothing to do with anything but just loving dogs? Yes. <laughs> And then, you know, we were talking about it, and Kirsty wanted to really bring together <laughs> um, the magic of the Doghouse UK yep. and Hallmark and James Milton's brand. And I really think that this is a good opportunity for Hallmark this year. So James Middleton, or the character Analog, yes. owns the dog ranch at the center of the Doghouse UK. Yes. <laughs> Where there is still dog matchmaking involved. But little did they know. <laughs> that they would be leaving with multiple loves of their lives. Yes. 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 So And then go ahead. she comes in looking for a dog because she's new in town and alone at Christmas. And he matches her with a dog. And folks, I think you can see the magic already. <laughs> Does he match the dogs, or do the dogs match him? <laughs> I also think there's some good symbolism where, like, a Hallmark needs an opening montage. So we talked yes. about how the opening montage is him riding around like the shelter yes. area his grounds with his dogs and his bike that he has yep. and then the closing montage is them riding a tandem bike yes. with their dogs with all of their dogs yes their myriad dogs yes and there's a palace party we talked about there's definitely got to be a palace party cuz there has to be some conversation about the fact that he's independently wealthy but he's yeah. also very grounded obviously Obviously. And so, like, he's going to play coy for a little while about the fact that he's the queen's brother. And then she's going to find out, like, from a tabloid or some shit. Yeah. And then they're going to have to have a heart-to-heart -heart about how he never wanted to be royal anyway. Um, the palace life is too political and too vicious for him. He just wants to, like, be happy with his dogs. Right. So he took some kind of special royal family buyout and bought the estate and turned it into the dog ranch. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it writes itself. Yes. <laughs> and then they'll have a good fight at the palace party because she'll overhear palace bitch saying, because there's who always only a likes palace cats. bitch. Who is a cat person. Yes. Yeah. And she'll overhear her saying something about someone else, some old duke, and she's going to think that it's the love interest. Yeah. So they'll have a good palace fight and then their dogs will be depressed. Mm -hmm. Which will tip them off that they need to get back together. Yes. And then they'll reunite right before New Year's so that they can have a New Year's kiss. I think it's perfect. It'll be one of those holiday movies that straddles the Christmas to New Year's continuum. Yep. That's usually where they place the royal-themed ones anyway. Yes. You have the palace party as the Christmas party. Mm -hmm. And then 
the grand reunion done is New Year's. Mm-hmm. Now, is this a real country or is this like Aldovia? We're definitely in Aldovia. Okay. A thousand Great. percent. Great. <laughs> if Netflix makes it, then there will be references to Landova. How many Vanessas are in the Netflix <laughs> version? <laughs> the Netflix spinoff of this film. Every dog is a Vanessa. <laughs> we'll have approximately ten Vanessas. You know, we haven't had a chance to talk about this much recently, but Vanessa Hudgens is chaotic evil energy embodied. Her social media is wild. I haven't explored this. I don't even follow her. I just, like, find out about it from Twitter sometimes because she does just, like, unhinged things constantly. I mean, when there's so many of you wandering around. It's true. There's got to be, like, different iterations of the Vanessa. (laughs) So this is all to say that at some point Hallmark Christmas is probably coming back and we're going to be doing, like, several episodes like this. Didn't they have a press release recently that was, like, Hallmark Christmas was going to start earlier this year? I don't... When is Hallmark Christmas not happening is my question. (laughs) They did Hallmark Christmas in July for the troops this year. Right. Right. <laughs> Which I still <laughs> I still haven't quite put that one together, but it was Hallmark Christmas. It was in July and it was most definitely for the troops. <laughs> because they put those promos in every single commercial break. Yep. Yep. <laughs> wow. Ferda. Ferda. <laughs> Uh, oh boy I'm actually looking this up because now I'm curious there's definitely going to be more movies this year I remember that are they going into like the backlog of what they have shelved because that would be wild the first one I see on this list is A Royal Holiday so yes maybe they've already made this movie (laughs) we didn't even know (laughs) 40 movies this year nice October 23rd through Christmas Day. Wow, wow, wow. I actually don't know if that's earlier than last year. That sounds like close to the same. Um, And Movies and Mysteries will have 17 movies. It's 23 on regular Hallmark Channel and 17 on Movies and Mysteries. Also starting on October 23rd. Wow. Yeah. One of them is called Christmas Doctor. We're going to watch that one. <laughs> Christmas Doctor. <laughs> oh, There's also wow, wow. When the Heart, When when Calls the Heart Christmas 2020. Yeah, which I'm not, assuming is... We're not getting into that franchise. Like, why? At what point did Hallmark decide we need this movie every year? I don't know. Oh, good Hallmark news, is though. Hallmark show. Yeah? Christmas in Evergreen 4 yes! is happening this year, so that is, like, stop everything. That's the new quarantine quarter update, is that we are getting a Christmas in Evergreen 4. Is there a subhead for that one yet? Uh, let's see. Let's. I didn't even look into it. This is so new. Christmas oh in Evergreen 4. We're coming to you live with this reporting that you <laughs> this can only get here. 
come here for the late breaking news. <laughs> Here's an article that's called Where is Evergreen? Recurring Hallmark Christmas Town. Ooh. Sure. <laughs> sure. Sure. All right. Let's see. I wish we'd screen capped our reactions to that because that could have been really good cover art. But <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. Um Oh, this is the channel's only crossover event. What does that mean? It's the only one that carries over from one season to the next in terms of cast and storyline. Oh, oh. oh, sure. It's the only one with cameos, I guess, is what they're saying. Sure, sure. But they make it sound like a thing. <sighs> Just like it's seeming as if all the Netflix Christmas movies are connected and exist within <laughs> one universe, Hallmark's Evergreen franchise is just as interwoven. <laughs> With endless opportunities for expansion in future Christmases, Hallmark God. fans need to learn about this charming fictional town ASAP. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, and now there's breakdowns? Oh no. oh no. Okay. Will there be an evergreen in 2020? At the end of the third film, Katie reveals that her second novel was a story about Allie and Lisa's romances in Evergreen. And she revealed that she's already prepping her next book for next year about twin pine trees and twin sisters. I don't Is this going to be the parent trap? <laughs> It's safe to say that was Hallmark admitting that a fourth Christmas and Evergreen movie is being planned for 2020 and that it will likely follow the adult twin sisters who make two lingering appearances in Tidings of Joy. So, yes, it is Hallmark Christmas Parent Trap. <laughs> you heard it here first. <laughs> wow. Okay. Um, so. That's huge. That it, It's something is for sure. There wow. is no subhead, though. I mean, it is August somehow, still. <laughs> and yet, how is it August? Oh my god. That, I don't know if I'm going to recover from that. I do distinctly remember saying that they left the door open for more evergreens, so I'm not surprised. But there is something different that happens when something you knew was going to happen actually now happens. Yeah? You know what I mean? <laughs> sure. Like, there, it's one thing to expect a thing, and it's another thing for the thing to actually come to pass. <laughs> Especially in these times. <laughs> Especially in these dark and trying times. Oh, boy. Yeah. Well, anyway, that happened to us. Thrilled for that. <laughs> if anyone out there listening has a connection to Hallmark, we're ready to submit our pitch package for this untitled dog Hallmark <laughs> Christmas film. Yeah, the, the the Royal Dog Christmas movie, Yeah, it, the new working title, has so much promise. And if anybody <laughs> out there is not trying to buy this script, then I think you're a fool <laughs> who doesn't understand the market. <laughs> <laughs> this is democracy. <laughs> it's what the people want. If you want to see this film, please give us a five star review. <laughs> <laughs> we just need to go viral, and then Hallmark will listen to us. You're right. That's from oh, what we've been doing wrong this whole time. <laughs> yes. 
Anyway. Do you want to share the exciting thing that happened to you in okay. the past time? <laughs> so we've, we've had a lot of fun here talking about our various Quarantine Corner updates. But mm-hmm. the Quarantine Corner update that we came here to talk to you about this week is that I finally got a Nintendo Switch. Secretly. So, well, so here's the thing. <laughs> Covertly. <laughs> we've been searching since, I don't know, June? Like, it's been a long time. And, like, two weeks ago, my husband just, like, randomly texted me and was like, bought a Switch. And I was like, oh, my God, what? (laughs) And it turned out there was a whole thing with price alerts and you know how the internet is. But he had found an Amazon seller who had it, but it wasn't supposed to ship until October. So I didn't tell anyone this. Several people are very invested in this saga. (laughs) (laughs) But I didn't tell anyone because it wasn't coming until October. So a lot could still happen between now and then. Meanwhile, every time I go to a Target, I'm searching (laughs) for switches for Kirstie, not knowing she already has one in her goddamn Amazon cart. (laughs) But that's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's all fine. (laughs) So then, so he orders it. And then, like, five days later, gets a shipping notification. Mm-hmm. Which I didn't realize that he had actually gotten the shipping notification. And uh. then we were out of town, and he got an email, and he's like, oh, the Switch is out for delivery. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> we were out of town in a socially isolated place that his family owns, to be clear. Um, we were not, like, out of hotels. <laughs> <laughs> so... He gets this email, and I was like, what are you talking about? I was like, oh, yeah, the switch shipped. Like, what? Um, No, just kidding. It was worse than that. I was on the road for work, and he had gotten home and found the switch. Ah. He got home before me, and I was still at work. And it was the same trip, but anyway, slightly different order of events. At any rate, it came when I was least expecting it. Mm Mm-hmm. So, the good news is that we have the Switch now, and I finally, after all these months, have Animal Crossing. (laughs) Finally. Finally. Yes. And boy, guys, am I... There are many times in my life when I miss the hot joke on Twitter, (laughs) but I am so sad right now that I missed it because I had some good one-liners about Tom Nook and capitalism. We all do. We've been there, Kirstie. I know. And now I can't even say any of them because it's all so overplayed. Y'all have already moved on. No one's checking on their island every day anymore. None of y'all have collected any Tom Nook miles in, like, weeks. (coughs) So, anyway, I'm playing Animal Crossing now. (laughs) You are. And I'm I'm in a, a life situation at the moment where I have, like... Maybe an hour of personal time a day at most. Mm-hmm. And that has to be divided amongst all of my, like, various responsibilities and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And so the good news, bad news, is I have been able to log into my island most of the days this week. Yeah. There have been a couple days where I have had to instruct my husband to log in under my user account. Yeah. To get all my miles and whatnot. Sure. But... Kelsey and I finally get to have the long-awaited experience that we have always deserved. Correct. A friendship island. Friendship island! Friendship island. (laughs) 
Yes. We do. We did, like, once? Once. Uh, we tried twice, twice but it only worked twice. once. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. But now we're friends on Switch. Mm-hmm. So that'll work better in the future. Yep. <laughs> We've achieved so much. <laughs> um, Kelsey gave me a ladder, and that was a game changer. Did you get the latest thing I sent you? Yes, the fry boots. Yeah. So uh, that was those came on a night when my husband was playing for me while I did work, and he like he read won't the mail. Appreciate fry boots. Well, he read it and he was like, "I got these fire boots, <laughs> so now we can both have them." And and he read it a couple times. I had no idea what he was talking about. <laughs> and then the next day, I logged in and there were these boots in my thing, and I was like, "Oh, I guess these were the boots." Kelsey was talking about. I don't get yep. it. And then this morning I was checking my mail and I saw the message you sent. And I was like, oh. Oh. <laughs> now I get it. So Kelsey sent me matching fries. So now we're twinning. We are. We're twinning. Mm-hmm. And she gave me all the fruit on her island. So now I have a bunch of fruit. Yeah, my main function at this point is just giving you gifts and showering you in things to eat. She gave me so many housewarming gifts. It's so good. My house is so good. I'm almost at the point where I can upgrade my house again. It's exciting. I just got a sewing machine today. I have that. No, did you get the table or the machine? The machine. See, I bought, I got the table and then I accidentally bought a second machine, but I already had a machine on the table, so I had to sell the machine because that was dumb. (laughs) It was very dumb. I also got to play during the daytime for the first time today. Mm-hmm. Which is a very different experience. It is. That was super fun. Yes. <coughs> since um, since I've been on Team Indefinite Furlough, yep. <laughs> um, Animal Crossing has been great. It's, like, part of my routine, so mm-hmm. I get up and I have breakfast and then, like, from, like, 9 to 9.15, 9.30, I check in on my island. I have, like, a couple of tasks I have to do, and it's just, like, a nice little way to start your day. And, like, that's not sustainable, but for now, it's great. <laughs> I do look forward to that as a model for what my life is going to be like, because I mm-hmm. am approaching indefinite unemployment. Yeah. Um, so that is an exciting prospect. Not the unemployment yes. part, but the Animal Crossing part. Right. And I will say that the thing I appreciate about it is, like, you can play for a couple hours if you want to. Like, you can sort of keep yourself going with rolling tasks. Mm -hmm. But I do appreciate a video game where you can just pop in for, like, 10 or 15 minutes, see what's up, and then be done. Because so much of the time, I don't play games. Like, I'll have a window where I could play a video game for, like, 45 minutes or whatever, But then I'm like, oh, it's going to be a whole thing because when I open it and then I'll start a project and then I'll want to do all this other stuff. And, like, it's too immersive. Mm Mm-hmm. And this game is, like, not that at all. (laughs) Right. It's – obviously, this is not new information, but it's very, like, nice for casual gamers to be like, oh, this is approachable and easy and nothing bad happens. But I feel like so many, like, there aren't many, like, project-based games that are for casual gamers. I feel like most casual gamer games are of, like, the puzzle variety or the quick games. Mm Mm-hmm. So I appreciate that this has, like, objectives and things that, like, actually advance the story part of the game forward. Mm -hmm. So you can log in for those 10 minutes or 30 minutes or whatever and, like, still feel like you've actually accomplished something. Yeah. I will say, like, it feels like it plateaued 
a decent amount. I've heard that very consistently. Like, the incentives to play every day are very strong yeah. at the beginning, and then it kind of drops off. Yeah, like, I have thousands of miles that I don't know what to do with, and, like, we have plenty of money. Like, you get too much money, too many miles, and, like, nothing really to achieve, Yeah, and then you get, like, we collected all the fossils you can possibly get. So it's like, what's the point? <laughs> There's nothing else to add to your museum or... Yeah. So what I do like is, like, the monthly refresh of, like, they give you new creatures and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then I just saw a video the other day of, like, all these changes are going to roll out, which I think will help with that. Mm-hmm. But it does, yeah, right now, like, it's boring for me if I'm on there for more than, like, five or ten minutes. Yeah, and I've heard that very consistently. Yeah. Um, I have two other friends, three other friends who play... Who all said the same thing? It was, like, addictive in the beginning. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but not, um, not in the long term. Yeah. Which, honestly, is fine, because that's true of literally all video games. Mm-hmm. So at least, like, the thing that I see about Animal Crossing that feels more sustainable is at least if it's going to plateau, there's still something I can enjoy for those 10 or 15 minutes. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. I mean... We worked on, like, getting our island up to the top level it can be, and then, like, getting my house to the top level it can be. So, like, there's a lot of, like, little things you can do, which is fun. I appreciate, too, that, like, I think the, when it first came out and everyone was talking about the, like, seasonal and time of day stuff mm-hmm. and how that changes, I was sort of judgmental of that because it's too, like... It's too hard sometimes mm-hmm. when games have too much gameplay. Yeah. Because it's like there are some times of day that I'm just never going to log on. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to sustain my gameplay all 12 months of the year. So I'm, I'm there in a former life, I was a video game completionist. Now I yeah. don't have that luxury. And so to add something that I have to like, I have to log on at a certain time of day in a certain month in order to do the thing. Like, that's just not going to happen. Yeah. But it is also, like, kind of fun, now that I've actually played it, to think that, like, in December I can still be finding some new stuff. Yeah. I feel like it was made for parents to be able to be like, okay, you can have 15 minutes to play this game now, and then, like, the store closes at 9 o'clock at night and you can't sell anything anymore, so, like, go to bed. (laughs) It feels very engineered (laughs) to be, like, parent-friendly. Yep. Which I do appreciate. Yep. Um, I just got turnips for the first time today. Fun. I managed to log in in, like, the last half hour that the turnip seller was on my island. Yeah, that's tricky. It's, like, a small window. Very small window. And the thing I didn't realize about the turnips is that that it's a lie. You can't sell them on Sunday. Why would you sell them on Sunday? You buy them on Sunday. Right. I want to turn it around for a quick profit. <laughs> you got to wait it out. I didn't realize, like, I just didn't realize that there was this whole thing with, like, like, they said they update the prices twice a day, and I was like, fine, 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 whatever, sell me the turnips. But now I have to, like, track the prices and decide when to sell, and, like, no. I sent your husband a link with all the information. Don't worry. Is it, like, a semi-set thing based on some kind of algorithm. Yeah. So there's, like, this website, and we plug in the prices in the mornings and the afternoons, and by, like, Tuesday morning, you'll know 
the best time to sell. So it's like cheating, but, you know. (laughs) I mean, that's fine. But then what happens, like, you know, I'm never going to be able to get on the Switch in the morning. So what if the best time to sell is in the morning? I'm just going to have to miss out on the price? Yeah. Well, that's dumb. Or you're going to have to take your Switch to work. Just, like, go hide in the bathroom and sell (laughs) my turnips. I don't feel well. I'm going to go to my car for a while. (laughs) (sighs) Yeah. That would be casual. No one would notice my giant switch, like, sticking out of my pocket. No. I did learn this week that you can type on the screen, and that's how people type so fast in chat, which... Oh, like... Blew my mind. Yeah. Oh, because I tried that the other night and it wasn't really working. Apparently it works. Like, I'm usually plugged into the TV, so I'm not using that screen. Right, same. But sometimes it's easier because I don't feel like switching the TV over, so. Yeah, because that was, like, our struggle when we were playing is we were, like, texting and playing. It's very hard to communicate. I wish there was, like, a better system for that. I guess we could just have been on video chat. We could have, yeah. Like, I think that's probably how we do that's it in the future. The answer. So like, probably. But it's also, like, what do you do? I always struggle with, like, what do you do when you're on an island or whether when someone comes to your island? Because once they get, like, whatever they need, like, great. Now we're just running around on the island together. Right. So, like, you need to have a project, I feel like. Or it would be nice if two people could go to one mystery island together and, like... Ooh, that would be cool. Do that. Mm-hmm. Lauren went to Mystery Island for the first time the other day. I haven't gone yet. Yeah. They're like, there's like three templates for what they look like, and they all, some of them are better than others, but. When you go to a Mystery Island, is it like a game-populated island, or is it like some rando who left their gates open? No, it's game-populated, and usually there's no one there. Sometimes gotcha. there's one rando walking around that you can invite to your island, but right. that's it. And then it's just basically for, like, gathering supplies. Right. And, like, whatever, fishing and stuff. I had to completely replant my orchard today because the way I planted it after visiting your island, they were too close together and they weren't growing. Oh. So I had to, like, pick them up and move them to a completely different spot. Mm Mm-hmm. Which was a whole to-do. That's quite a project. Yeah. We've planted, like, six money trees, though. That's fun. Yeah. Um, do you know once the money trees grow, if you can plant them in other places, or do they always have to be in that spot? I think you can move them, but they function as a regular tree after you um, after you take the money off. That's annoying. Do you only get mm-hmm. money once? Mm-hmm. Oh. I did not know that. Yeah. That's lame. They don't replenish. <laughs> I thought that was the whole point. Not that I know of. I mean, I may be wrong, but... Um, I do want it on the record that Kelsey's Island is extremely fancy and very British-inspired. Oh, thank you so much. The whole thing looks like an English garden. (laughs) That wasn't the plan, but I'm glad it just shines through. (laughs) (laughs) It's just like the natural aura of the island. I love that. Yeah. Yeah, Danny does all of the, like, designing of, like, the the terraforming, so, like, where the ledges are and where the stream goes and stuff like that and then i do like you can change that stuff yeah what yeah you'll get that later oh my god once your island's like a certain level i think or you're a certain level tom nook will give it to you 
We just, we have our first bridge under construction right now. That's exciting. Um, and there's three new people moving to our island. Nice. I don't like where their houses are, but it's fine. You can move them. Yeah, that's what I figured. Yeah. Lauren's doing all the island designing, so I haven't gotten in there yet to, like, make any major changes. Yeah. I wish you could move the plaza, because I don't like where the plaza is on my island. Mm. I like my island layout, but I don't like where the plaza is. That's tricky. Mm-hmm. It was cool to see yours because I didn't play when we were at that level. Mm-hmm. Like, I only started after we had, like, established people in, like, the store. Like, all this stuff was already built. Yeah. So that was cool to see it. That's, like, a fresh new baby island, yeah. New baby island. I love my (laughs) island. We got a very good layout. You did. I like your layout. It's super fun. Mm -hmm. Um, A friend of mine has the same layout, she thinks. She came Mm. to our, our island the other night. Nice. Yeah. It's very exciting. But it's cool, because now, like, I mean, I have a lot of friends who we, like, talk on the internet to stay in touch now, like, mostly by Slack. Um, but it it's a nice, like, social element. Because it's one of those things where any one of us could video chat at any given time, but we don't. Yeah. You know? It's, like, mm-hmm. everyone's busy, and it's just, like, we're not going to sit on a couch and listen to each other type on our computers. Right. But we will sit on a couch and listen to each other play a video game. <laughs> right. I think that's fun. And they didn't even know how fucking lucky they were going to be at this exact moment in time. <laughs> I know, right? They could not have, have played their cards right. Like, what kind of fucking rabbit foot did those game developers like, right? make a wish on? Mm-hmm. They're having a good year somehow. Somehow. Someone's gotta. <laughs> no, right? Um, any other thoughts about Animal Crossing? No, it's a good game and I like it. I agree. So we had a bunch of technical difficulties buying Breath of the Wild mm-hmm. for some reason. Um, but I finally bought it and I launched it earlier today. And I played for like like three actions and I was like, this is way too much game. <laughs> <laughs> for me right now. Yeah, I don't play those games. That's, That's too much. I I will eventually. It is extremely my shit. Yeah. It's just like that is a game you need to have some bandwidth for cuz you got to like learn the lore and uh, it like yeah. because it's like a long story game, it likes the whole tutorial is like story style. Yep. And I was just like nope. And yeah. so I immediately closed it and went back to Animal Crossing. Mhm. The only other one we've been playing a decent amount is Overcooked. Oh, I tried playing that the other night. Yeah. It was really overwhelming. I um, died during the tutorial. You need two people. Okay. I read, this was based on like a Catherine Van Arendonk tweet about couch games. Yeah. And then some, a couple people commented and said Overcooked like destroys marriages. So I was uh, like, that sounds fun. Yeah. So <laughs> I got it. And it's better to play with two people because one person is really, really hard to do. Yeah, it's a lot of, like, I mean, it it genuinely feels like being in service. Like, it's a lot of trying to make too many things happen at one time. Yes. (laughs) They did get that vibe exactly right. Yeah. It's fun. I think we can play that online, too. We just have to figure out how. I've heard that. So, so yeah, I definitely want to do that. That'll be our homework. (laughs) To play Overcooked together. 
Yeah. It'll be so good. So good. We got to add another channel to our Slack, which always Mm -hmm. feels good. It does. We were overdue for it. (laughs) We have so many channels. We have so many channels, but we haven't (laughs) added one in a while. I know. It's good. (laughs) Um, So if you would like a personal invitation to either one of our islands, please send us... um, (laughs) Some sort of communication. No? You think no? I don't know. (laughs) Okay. Um, I'm not opposed to it, but you definitely gotta get a review in there. Like, you gotta make it worth our podcasting while. Yeah. Like, a five-star review with a comment that talks about how our friendship shines through every episode. Yes, yeah. (laughs) Then we'll think about it. You also have to tell us how to contact you. There's a lot... There, there are some logistics involved, but if you're cool, then we'll we'll talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> Kirstie's shy babying over here. <laughs> wow, I just got put on blast. <laughs> I know a shy baby when I see one. <laughs> there was something, I'm not going to remember it now, but there was something my child shy baby the other day and it was the funniest fucking thing because it was like, I think she like shy babied like a food item or something. <laughs> like, what is happening right now? <laughs> I mean, you're shy babying the idea of someone coming to your Animal Crossing island, so. <laughs> we want to point fingers here. But anyway. Oh my god. Yeah, anyway, we'll give the dream code to our island. That seems like a fair bargain. There you go. To anyone who gives us a five-star review. Yes. And leaves a comment. Yes. But anyway... If you don't want to do that, you can still find us on the internet at Hate Watch With Us on Twitter, or you can email us, hatewatchwithus at gmail.com. You can click the contact or something button. <laughs> something that sounds like contact. <laughs> on our website, hatewatchwithus.com. Is that all the ways? Yeah, I think that's all the ways. We're also members of the Thought Bubble Audio Network. And you can find their shows over at thoughtbubbleaudio.com or thoughtbubblefm on Twitter. I finally figured out the flow for that one. You sure did. Yeah. And um, they've got a bunch of podcasts. (laughs) Podcasts? I don't know what a podcast is, but, you know, I'm sure they'd be willing to look into it. Um, (laughs) So go find their shows and search for them on Patreon to keep funding the very important work of podcasts like ours yes yes (laughs) all right so we're gonna hang up on this call and start another one (laughs) see you next week or sometime in the future eventually i don't know (laughs) thanks for listening bye bye